Hey, all my traders, investors. Uh, this is January 4th, 2023. Um, episode 12, um, setting up your brokerage account. <clears throat> and uh, we'll talk about that. Certain things you got to do to set up your account, brokerage account. And we'll talk about also buying international stocks, catching trend, and uh, risk-free U.S. Treasury bonds. Um, and we're going to cover the results for uh, January 4th, which is uh, Wednesday. Wednesdays lately haven't been too great of a day. Sometimes it's mixed. As a uh, master trader, you know, master investor, somebody been around for 30 years, every day means something. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even Sunday with Forex trading. So once once you have the training, and this is why it takes a while to um, really get good at making money in the market. Uh, I would like to say five hundred days, four hundred days, five hundred days. You should be really really good at the market. Some of my students right now around. 400 trading days. They gotten really good. Now they're telling me about the Santa Claus rally, Turkey rally, January barometer, you know, and some days like uh, <clears throat> President's Day that does really well in the market to the upside going long. So um, you will learn as you go. One thing about the stock market that I liked when I first started years ago is that you don't have to know too much. You got to know a little and you can start making money right away. And then as you learn more, you make even more money. <clears throat> then when you know a lot, you start to um, know things naturally. Um, that's why a lot of times I really don't write things down on certain dates when the certain things happen. I kind of remember when certain things happen, you know, like 92. I remember when things happened in 92, 93, 94, you know, especially 98, you know, 99, 2005, 2007, 2008, 2011. I, I just remember the events of those years. Um, might not be the exact date. I can look them up just like you can, but I, I, I was there. I traded on those days. Um, so the Dow Jones today. Uh, up pretty good. It, it closed out the Christmas rally, or Santa Claus rally, 
basically. Um, Santa Claus rally that I was taught, Santa Claus rally is five, the last five trading days of the year and two first trading days of the new year. So seven days. Sometime it comes a little early, those first two days, when the insiders want to fool everybody and sell off the last two days. Sometime it sell off early, like it did this year, and convince everybody it's not going to be a Santa Claus rally, and it closed up in the last two days. Um, that's just the way it is. Now, if we get a rally tomorrow, which we can, which I doubt it because oil is down again, uh, and the dollar is up, so we might not get a rally tomorrow. We might get a little sell-off, a little pullback, or maybe be flat on a Thursday, which Thursday's been kind of good for uh, Thursday's been pretty good for this for going up in the bear market, this bear market we in. Uh, so that's that. So the Dow Jones is up. S and P was up, pretty decent, twenty eight points. The Nasdaq was up seventy one, which is is not much, you know, for the Nasdaq. The Nasdaq could have did a little better to me. Um, it just confirms that Amazon's in trouble. Tesla's definitely in trouble. Amazon's not that much trouble. Like, um, you know, it's just, it's just these stocks and the guys that own these stocks are very, very wealthy. Um, the wealth gap is definitely there. Uh, they're definitely well, way more wealthy than the average multimillionaire. <laughs> So I, I believe their stocks got to come down somewhat. I think real estate maybe signs of some trouble with real estate. Not C properties, but the A and B properties. Um, be careful with that, buying pro A and B properties right now. Um, or... Uh, it's really surprising me right now. Or uh, should should be going up. I have I'm not trading it. I'm just watching them. A gatekeeper and Bitcoin. Um, to, the, to all my um, cryptocurrency traders, I don't want you to feel like I'll be bashing crypto. I know you guys are making three percent, five percent sometimes 7% off of uh, Ethereum because y'all think we need Ethereum, you know, and all that. I, I get it. There's nothing wrong with being an expert. Uh, I, I won't have a, no problem investing in a guy that's an expert in crypto, you know. Don't think, I'm just saying that just my knowledge of investing and the behavior of investors I think Bitcoin is going to be cut in half soon. You know, I don't know about Ethereum. I think Ethereum may go down like 20%. Um, but to me, Bitcoin, 
It's got some ways on downside. But if you can take advantage of that, take advantage of that. Um, that's that. Um, one thing I want to talk about before we start talking about setting up your brokerage account. I want to talk about, um, I want to go over with you guys catching trends, okay? Um, trend, 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 we call, we call on Wall Street, trend is your friend. Trend is always your friend. You have to catch the trends. You catch the trends, you ride them, okay? What is a trend? A trend that, okay, it's been a certain trend, been happening for months, <laughs> and they're quiet with it. They don't even talk about it. They don't even talk about this trend on any media. No media. It's all guys like me know fade the mark, fade, fade, fade everything, fade, fade the stock. Mean when the stock was going up, you just buy puts. Make a lot of money going down, or you short sell, and you short the stock going down, take your profit, and wait for another day or another two hours and do the same thing. That's a trend. That's been going on for months now. It's been going on even when certain stocks was doing it, doing well in October for the six-week run. Um, stocks gapped up and, and caught ground and start going past their moving averages. So catching a trend, you should always catch a trend and ride it. You know, um, that's why it's important for you guys to um, focus on 15 stocks, 20 stocks. Then when you get real good like us, you can, you can follow 300 companies. But catching a trend, trend is your friend. If you're watching the market, this is why it's important you got to have 500 days, 400 days in trading. Um, when you, If you watch the market, even if you're working every day, and you're like, wow, every Friday the market keep going up. Every Friday the market goes up. Every Friday the market goes up. Well, that's the trend. And that can go on for six months. If you do that for six or seven month, months, and you position yourself every Thursday to buy, to make 8%, 4%, 3%. And it happens every Friday, every other Friday, if it happens, you know how much money you made? You know? So that's the thing. So catching a trend, that does exist. You know, I've been making a living just off of catching trends. Um, now, trends change. Different age groups, um, depending on because this 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 traders group got more information at their fingertips than me and my um, gener my generation or generation after me. This generation right now, I'm not talking about somebody that's like nine years old. I'm talking about somebody that's actually like 21. They can open up an account. Got a lot of information. They can go on YouTube, listen to a lot of these people. They can even know exactly what the mechanics is. 
of a stock option on YouTube, whatever. And then they can kind of learn it themselves. Very expensive to learn it yourself, though. I mean, you might as well, you know, do a buyer's market position for a monthly fee <laughs> and learn it. And we're going to allow you to make some mistakes just so you know that options can't burn you. So because if we tell you everything, um, then you won't appreciate the fact that you are actually good at it or we're good at what we do. So on paper, we'll show you some things so you make so you can't make the mistakes because that's the only way you're going to be able to learn. But um, the market, you know, right now the trend, um, service stocks do they're doing very well um, around their 20-day moving average. Uh, the day the market swung back and forth like a pendulum swung like a seesaw. That's because um, the big guys was trading, literally. The big investors was actually actually trading today. They drove stocks up, they drove stocks down, they drove stocks down like McDonald's, then they caught it and brought it up. I think it finished up like five cents, but they made money. Um, and it's quiet what they're doing. Um, that's what Wall Street's all about. You have to trade like you're a multi-millionaire. You have to trade if you had $10 million in the market. If you don't trade like you got $10 million in the market, you're probably going to lose because you have to think like somebody really big. $10 million position, a $5 million position, okay? And you made 5%, okay? It's a lot of money, okay? And that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. You know, you want to make these guys are making two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, in, a, in four hours. You know, so if you made two hundred fifty dollars in four hours, get up. Don't try to make five hundred because it's not going to happen. Because somebody big made two hundred fifty thousand. They don't need no more. They don't need to drive the company up no more. They don't need to drive the stock up no more. So if you try to go against them, you're gonna get you're gonna get crushed. You know, not like you're gonna lose all your money. I'm just saying you're gonna you're not gonna make any money. Your your stocks will trail and, and fade and go down, and then you'll try to add more money in your brokerage account and make it seem like you're doing good when you're really not. <laughs> And um, that's just not the ticket. That's just not it. You know? So um, look for things that's quiet. Even this Christmas, even um, Santa Claus rally was very quiet. I heard one person say Santa Claus rally yesterday. And I had seen one person a day say it. But if you went to Bloomberg or Fox News, Fox Business, they all wasn't talking about it at once, you know? That's how you know it's good. But if you like at the dollar tomorrow, tomorrow go up 
you know, 300 pips, everybody and their mother be talking about it. That means the next day it's probably going to go down 40 pips. That's just the way it is. Because the, the last man to know about it is the man that loses money. The first man to know about it is the one that generate to make all the money. First one in, first one out. You got to buy something right so you can sell it right. It's not about calling the top. It's not about calling the bottom. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about um, buying international stocks. Um, I went over this a little bit, international stocks, but I want to explain something to you once again about international stocks, buying international stocks. Once your broker allow you to do that, transactions may be handled in a different manner. So you can't expect to execute in seconds. You can't, you know, it's gotta be a longer term investment horizon. You can't just think that you trade in, you know, Microsoft. Um, now you could invest in international stocks on American stock exchanges, um, companies is from overseas, like, China Chinese companies do very well in America on New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ. They do really, really, really well. Some jury companies, all kinds of companies. They do very well. Sometimes you can make 40%. You know? So that's how that go. Um, so that's international stocks. I want to talk cover that that little bit of international stocks. So you know, because international stocks do move a lot quicker to, than the domestic USA stocks or Canada stocks. Um, so that's how that worked. Uh, I want to explain something to you guys that, you know, one of the holy grails of this business, um, basically, um, is not how much money you have. It's about the pursuit of happiness or being happy. And I really didn't care for that movie. So I'm just going to let you know. I'm a Wall Street Michael Douglas guy, and Charlie Sheen guy. I didn't like pursuit of happiness uh, at all. Um, I got other good Wall Street movies I like. That was not one of them. Uh, but being happy is everything when it comes to finances and feeling good about yourself, getting dressed up, looking good, going out, you know, being able to go buy a nice dinner uh, for yourself or your mate or you and your mate or you and your family, take everybody to dinner, whatever. Um, happiness is, you know, one of the things that keep us moving and grooving. Um, so there's something called uh, U.S. Treasury note and bond that is the safest investment in the world because you bar you letting the government borrow your money uh, at a certain percentage rate. 
Uh, the notes go up every day and every down every day, just like stocks. Okay. You just type in online, U.S. Treasury note, the five-year, the two-year. So, you know, that's U.S. Treasury note. Five-year, they got a 10-year. And they change every day. And every day they change. And... um it's up to you if you want to grab one. Uh, uh, the thing about it is it doesn't make sense unless you, you know, kind of set and got everything set up already. It's not nothing that you're going to be able to pay your bills with. But if you got mass enough wealth and say you had a bunch of real estate properties, sold your properties, now you're just going to get U.S. Treasury U.S. two year, about a two year. If you bought a two year, and it gives off a certain interest rate, then um, you're set for life. You know, you're set for life. You'll be, you know, you owe the gov, the government owe you money. You know. Um, you know, four four percent, four and a half percent. If you're not set, four percent, you can make four percent every day in the market. Uh, if you're real good, you know, you can make that every day in the market. I get it, but if you feel if you're filthy and you don't want to do anything and you want to make forty thousand dollars on every million that you have. Um, every year, then it's good money because you got 10 million or 15 million, then you're set. You know, you know, that's the holy grail. This is why billionaires got, you know, they go buy, you know, $2 billion in treasury notes. You know, I think Bill Gates got $2 billion in treasury notes for each one of his children. So $2 billion in treasury notes. That's huge. That's big money. So, Treasury knows the safest investment in the world. Hands down. You know, I understand the Dow Jones stocks are pretty safe. And buying the Dow Jones itself or buying the S&P itself is pretty safe. But Treasury notes is everything. Then you got some dividend stocks, you know, as well. And we'll talk about it in another episode. But that's that I'm gonna talk about that one with the mutual fund episode. Um, but yeah, Treasury Notes is to me it's sexy. Treasury notes are sexy to me because it's like you know, I want to get to Treasury Notes. You always gotta get to something. You always gotta get get you always gotta, you know, get to some type of um accomplishment, you know. Okay. So setting up your brokerage account. Let's talk about that at the end. This is the end. Let's talk about setting up your brokerage account. Okay, uh, some things you probably won't be able to do at, at a brokerage account, setting up your brokerage account. Um, well, you can set up a brokerage account with no money, but they're going to bother you about, you know, 
putting money in. Some brokers allow you to write a check. So a lot of brokers want you to use Plaque, uh, where you can just go online, put your link your bank account to the broker, and then you can transfer money in. Okay. One thing I want to talk about when you do that, make sure when you transfer money in and you buy a stock that day or the next day, remember the money have not cleared. If you if you sell before the money has cleared, they may um, block your account from different activity. So when you put the money in an account, make sure the money clear. Okay, so that's why I want to cover a couple of things about accounts, uh, brokerage accounts. Okay. All right. Another thing, um, make sure you specify a cash account, margin account. You can also open up uh, brokerage accounts in a business name or LLC or trust. Uh, even your company can own an account. So say like you got a carpet cleaning business and you want to open up an account in a carpet cleaning business. Now, one thing you probably won't be be able to do or allowed to do is set up a hedge fund at a brokerage account because you need a prime broker. Um, but that's that. So you can have all kinds of different accounts. So you can have more than one account at a brokerage firm. So you can see it all on the screen. Uh, usually I have about three or four accounts at each broker that I deal with. Um, just because I might be shorter than one account, that means going down. I might go long. That's traditional, uh, you know, stocks going up. And then I might have some penny stocks in one account. And I might have some options in another account, just so I don't get confused. And um, I work it. Some some accounts are margin. Some brokers only allow you to have one margin account. And... But most brokers are like to have as many cash accounts as you like. And that'll give you, um, if you don't have a certain amount of money, you can bypass the 25-20 rule, day trading rule, which is the most suckiest rule on, on the face of earth when it comes to finances. Because it's telling you that no matter how smart you are and how good a trader you are, you still can't trade unless you got a certain amount of money. And that's that. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that in the classes at, um, on Patreon. If you join a membership and be one of the students so we can mentor, we'll talk about how to get around a 25-20 rule, things like that. But that's that. I cover, try to cover quite a bit today for you guys uh, to, um, you know, help you guys out. Some, um, some things I've known about for a long time. Uh, but, yeah, it's setting up your account. Uh, also setting up the account. Remember that brokers do get up and be up at 8 o'clock. You can talk to them. You can call them. You can email them. They just don't, they're just not active around the broker time uh, between 9.30 and 4. Uh, so you can basically um, 
you can basically um, talk to them if you got an issue. You know, um, you don't have to do it when market time between 9.30 and 4. You can talk to them a little bit after, a little bit before. You can ask questions. Um, you may want to run it by me if you want to appear like you have a lot of experience because I know the ins and out of broker brokerage firms and how they work. You know, just in case, like, you want to do penny stocks and, you know, something like that. You may want to run that by me so you can fill the paperwork out, necessary paperwork out. Or you want to do stock options or leaps, calls, or even cover call. You know, you want to be a landlord of a stock, which we'll go over in the classes. But uh, that's that. We had a pretty good day. Tomorrow might be a little sell-off. Uh, I look for some bad days in January. <laughs> I look for some real rough, tough days in January. January's always been very tough for me and a lot of other people because we know a lot about when things are going to happen up or down during certain seasons. But January, the first five or six days, uh, it could be a little tough. So I'm signing off. Uh, we just hit the 30 minute mark. <laughs> that was pretty quick. Uh, but uh, take care. Um, happy trading. We out.